What is up, ladies and gentlemen? You're listening to Flashback Cafe, usually on 107.1 WPGU, but now it is on podcast services. I am your host, Austin Spaulding. I'm Connor Seco. And I'm Bennett Smith. And like I said, this is Flashback. I am still so in my routine from the radio station that I have to remind myself to say like formally on the radio station instead of you're listening to because I think I, I've introed mm-hmm. one as you're listening to 1071 WPGU. Um, right. And I like honestly at this point, I just kind of can't wait to be back. I miss the studio. It's fun. It's more fun to be able to see your guys' beautiful faces. Um, so before we really get into the meat and potatoes of today's episode, I want to open this by saying um, a quick thank you to, to everyone that's been a, a part of this this journey and transition into into flashback being a podcast um because as much fun as we've had um this is going to be the final episode of flashback as a podcast for the summer probably we might come back for like an episode or two and just do um like some one-offs but this will be the last regularly scheduled one released at friday at 6 a.m on your favorite streaming platforms and the reason for that is because i will be moving to phoenix in a week, what what? And I what? will not have time to continue to work at my internship and uh, continue with flashback. Um, it's just not going to be um, something I think that we can we can f- do feasibly and reliably. So we would like to thank everyone who's been listening uh, and WPGU for letting us have this platform. It's been super fun. We would love and appreciate all of you. Uh, and don't worry, because flashback will be returning in the fall on WPGU. Uh, We'll be back on the radio as soon as we're able to be, as soon as we're all back on campus and the radio station opens up, assuming everything is open and back to normal. Assuming (laughs) the world doesn't continue to end. Yeah. So, yeah, thank you all. Thank you again to Emmy for making the the fun little cover art for for WPGU. Um, It's been been a fun time. Um, And we really thought that, you know, with Flashback being such a ride, right, with it being such, like, this fun experience, with us having such a good time with it, what better way would there be for a final episode than to have one of the most fun uh, uh, musicians as our final topic? Uh, and, uh, Bennett, I, this is one you've been really excited for, one you've been looking, yes, really, I uh, one you've been looking forward to. Would you, like to. would you like to give a quick introduction to who our final artist is? Yes, so um, she is an amazing uh, queen of pop, which is why I'm so excited about her. Um, Some people who met her before she was famous might know her as Stephanie, Joanne, Angelina Germanata, but most of us know her as freaking Lady Gaga! Freaking Lady Gaga, that's right. Today we're going to be talking... Mother Monster herself. We're going to be talking about um, one of the most... Recognize or not recognizable, but one of the most influential, I would say, pop stars in a long time, um, mm-hmm. and influential for a plethora of reasons. It's her music, what she does outside of her music, um, and just like who she is, um, is just a fantastic person. So as Bennett said, her name is Stephanie Joanne Angelina Germanata, uh, but you will know her as Lady Gaga. Um, Lady Gaga has had, I would say, a number of albums. Um, in 2008, she put out The Fame, which was put out again in 2009 as The Fame Monster. Um, 
in 2011, she put out Born This Way. In 2013, she put out Art Pop. In 2014, she put out Cheek to Cheek with Tony Bennett. Uh, she put out Joanne in 2016. And this year, she has put out a new album titled Chromatica. Um, that's kind of her um, her rundown of her music. Um, right. She is, I, I, would, I would say she's one of the best celebrities at getting people involved in social movements. She's got amazing acting skills is something we all found out when she put out right. uh, and she's in a star is born. It's just, she's so good at doing everything. Right. An um, icon and the legend. And, and we thought that she would be a really fun person to talk about. So I want to open by asking you guys, what do you remember being your introduction to Lady Gaga? Like, do you remember what your first like Lady Gaga songs were? I well, um, bad Poker bad Face. romance was definitely yeah. yeah. Bad romance and Poker Face, I think, were yeah. Like the the mm-hmm. the first two that I, that I like really like knew her for. I think mm-hmm. Poker Face is probably the answer I would expect the most, because I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure Poker Face came out before Bad Romance, but also I have no idea. Yeah. It it did. So it okay. kind of like her big her first big hit was Just Dance, mm-hmm. which was like 2000. Eight or something, and yeah. on that same album was Poker Face. So Poker Face um, got more recognition and got more radio play. And then after that, uh, I believe uh, Fame Monster was released and re-released. So it had like mm-hmm. the the ones that we know very well, like Telephone, Bad Romance, all those like really really huge ones. Yeah, I think that Just Dance um, is one that stay like sticks with me really hard because it's on a karaoke game that I have for the week uh-huh. um and i remember liking akon a decent bit growing up just he had a couple songs that i was a fan of um and so lady gaga and akon together was like a really cool like fun thing because i think it was him he was the other guy on that song mm-hmm. um but yeah i i i am a fan of lady gaga i think that she has a fantastic voice and she's really cool about the fact that she's always like herself, right? Like she's not afraid to go and do what she wants to do and mm-hmm. be a little bit out there um, and do a little bit like strange things, but it's something that she wants to do. Um, yeah, and she's I love talking that. about that. Re- Sorry. No, you're good. Yeah, she's bouncing off that. So she's talked about that regularly within her music and the way she does things. Like mm-hmm. she has been quoted saying, it's like, I would, I love being a pop star, but I want to be a pop star who just does the craziest stuff with mm-hmm. everything that she does. Like she's going to take a, she's going to take her song and then she's going to like smash it up and really re-release it as like something completely new and astounding mm-hmm. that people haven't seen before. And I think when, when we think about Lady Gaga really just putting herself out there and doing something strange. Um, and this is despite the fact that Vogue named her one of the best dressed people of 2010 she went mm-hmm. out, like, and this is the big thing, is the Lady Gaga meat dress, right? Uh-huh. Um, yes. She went out in a dress made of meat, which is so interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, was that for something, Bennett? Do you know? Was that, um, or was that just a, a fashion choice? I think it was, like, kind of talking about how she often gets treated like a piece of meat. That is pure mm-hmm. conjecture, though. Yep. I've heard that. She's ne- I'm not sure she's ever said that, though. 
Okay. But that's the vibe I got, and that's how a lot of people interpreted it. Other people interpret it as like, oh my god, th- mm-hmm. she's wearing meat. That's so bad. She's not even eating it. And mm-hmm. like, Peta got big mad at her for that. But I'm like, that's Peta, so I don't care. So, about yeah, that. to be fair, Peta gets big mad at everybody. Yeah, Peta yeah. is a very um, against themselves. Like, they do a lot of things that they are against, which is funny to me. Um, mm-hmm. I will say about the meat dress. Um, it's on display at the National Women or National National Museum of Women in the Arts, um, or at least it was, and it, it entered the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2015. Um, Man, they better pump pump some preservatives into that. Yeah, right. But I think that really just shows her uh, her like the impact that that had on culture. Like it's amazing how mm-hmm. important that was. Um, and based on that, I want to ask you guys something, and that is. We all know that there was a dress made out of meat, but if you could choose a strange object to make clothing out of, do you? What would you choose? All right. So hmm. I think I think what I would do, mm-hmm. I'd get a bunch of like trained ferrets. I love this already. Oh boy! And train them to make a dress. I love that. So you would just wear a ferret dress like that's yes. like alive. Yes. Hmm. That when that way, if I'm like I'm out to dinner somewhere, and like. If I if I want more food, I can just send the ferrets over to another table and steal the food. Because oh. then when they try and tell like the waiter that ferrets stole their food, they're not gonna believe that. Yeah, who's gonna who, who who's gonna be believed here, huh? The ferrets. I mean, they can't. No one can argue with ferrets. They're ferrets. Um, I started saying the wrong thing and then I had to commit to it. Is what I like halfway through that. I <laughs> I, I was like, oh, people are gonna right. argue with ferrets, and I was like, that's not what I meant to say, but it's fine. Um. um. What about you, Bennett? Okay, because I think she's such an icon. She does this all the time. She There's looks where she is, she's been made out of duct tape, and she's been in mm-hmm. telephone, she's made out of caution tape. She has sunglasses made of cigarettes. Um, I think something really cool would be, like, a gown of plants and flowers, like, completely Ooh. made of plants and flowers. Very poison like it's, ivy. Uh, it's like, yeah, it's, like, very poison ivy. And also, this is kind of me playing into my drag too. It's like it's like uh-huh. I could you could you could very easily weave plant fibers into something, and I don't want to use fabric because I feel like that's cheaping cheating. out. So yeah. that's cheating. So I'm just gonna be like flowers, leaves, vines, very poison ivy esque, and I think that'd be super elegant. I think that'd be really cool. That'd be pretty cool. I would like to make an outfit just completely out of mirrors. <gasps> um, so like as you're walking along. And it's like, oh, it's them, but also it's me? What? It's me? <laughs> um, I think something like that would be really interesting to see. And I know there's already, like, clothes that incorporate, like, reflective surfaces, but I would like to right. wear a mirror. Like, even, like, a right. mirror on a string would be A cool. look. Yeah, yeah, it would be cool and with me. <laughs> another idea I have is an outfit made entirely out of uh, cling wrap. Mm. Mm. I have the idea of being dipped in wax and just walking the runway like that. <laughs> that would certainly be a look. <laughs> just dip me in wax. Um, I think that also, if it could work, like, I would wear a bag of coffee. You know? Like, if I could make, like... Ba- <laughs> just a huge bag of coffee, just like, hello! Uh, yeah, and then just, like, put a straw in it. <laughs> oh I can drink God. it as I go. Um, 
that would be hilarious to me. I would I would love to see that. Um, mm-hmm. Just because I think it would be very chaotic in a good way. <laughs> Are you guys relatively well versed in some of Gaga's other outfits? I know she wore like Kermit, but that's mm-hmm. the only other big one I know. Oh yeah, if you guys want like looks, like she makes amazing music videos. They're like, I have I've rewatched a lot of her old music videos because they've actually been recently remastered, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. So they've been like, like they shot in higher quality. And, like, some of the looks she did, like, in Telephone era was, was just wild. Just absolutely wild. Like, um, what was the one? Paparazzi, honestly, I think is my favorite music video because the looks in that are just wild, and I yeah. love them. Yeah, naturally. Paparazzi was one of those songs that, like, I remember being big, mm-hmm. but I don't remember it ever being, like, huge next level. Like a lot of her mm. other songs were. Yeah. Um, similar to Telephone, which surprises me. Like I really I don't remember I, I Telephone never took off in Bloomington. Like it never had like that that skyrocket. Um Really? That's different. Yeah, it was weird to me because I think that should be one of the most popular songs ever made. Like I think that, that Telephone should be one of the most famous songs ever. Um, it is in my top five of her songs. It is up there. There you go. Top five played or top five favorite? Top five of my favorites for her. Okay. Because, I mean, she, not to mention, she does amazing collabs. Yeah. She, that was a collab with Beyonce. Her most recent number one hit, Rain On Me, is done with uh, Ariana Grande. Mm-hmm. On her new Chromatica album, she's done. A, she has a song with Elton John. She has a whole album done with Tony Bennett. Like, she mm-hmm. does amazing collabs. I, I feel like there's not as many artists that have, like, amazing collabs right i feel like mm-hmm. i feel like some there are like some collabs that are like oh that's cool but i feel like she she pulls off like really cool big things regularly right and she can hold her own too yeah yeah and it's it's she's never like the weaker point and it's never like oh this is so cool this other person's on a lady gaga song it's always like mm-hmm. oh yeah lady gaga brought someone on uh to be with her like it's it never feels like it's like Oh, this person was. It's their song that Lady Gaga, but Lady Gaga's name is on it. It's always like, it's their song together. They would share it. Yeah, which is really um, cool. Because also, we, could you guys want to talk about her Super Bowl show, Super Bowl halftime show? Yeah, yeah, we can talk about that. I hardly even remember that one. Oh, I watch it on repeat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I that this is for everybody listening. Like, I admittedly am a huge Gaga fan. She's a huge inspiration to me and everything and a lot of things I've done. So I'm a little biased, but mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I honestly think that's one of the best shows that I've seen. Like she jumped off the roof yeah. of the stadium to start her show. Was she the one that had the big drone show in the middle? Um, that had like, and not like a drone show, but she had all the lights. I'm trying uh, to remember. I will. I will figure. Oh, this the one drone. Out. The drones. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I that it was, was a drum show. I'm like, I thought that was yeah, more no, drone. Of Beyonce. Um. Yeah, I remember the drones being huge, like being hugely. Right. Um. Like I thought it was awesome when I saw that. Right. I was so, like, because I didn't know they were drones at first. I was like, oh my god, she's commanding the stars. It's mm-hmm. fine. Okay, so I do want to bring up another thing she's done that I was unaware about, and that's. Mm-hmm. 
that she has a Golden Globe for Best Actress from being an mm. American Horror Story. Wow. How did I not know that? I, I did from not know Amer- that. Is it from American Horror Story or is it from uh, Star is Born? American Horror Story Hotel. For which, cause really? It's, yeah. That's, hilar- that's um, not hilarious. It's amazing to me. I did not know um, mm-hmm. that <laughs> she would have – or that she was in a show. Because I thought, I thought that her, her first, like, soiree in acting was in 2018. Um, in uh, Star is Born. Star is yeah. Born, no. yeah. But that's I really wish cool. she was in – I know she was in uh, American Horror Story, but I thought it was going to be one of those things like where it's like they pull in a star name to get people to watch, and mm-hmm. she'd just be she, like, uh, okay in it. But apparently she did really, really well. I haven't seen it yet, but like well, Ryan so, well, Murphy so, uh, apparently pulled it there. Austin, you said that you thought her, her first thing in acting was A Star is Born, mm-hmm. but uh, actually she was a background role, a background character in The Sopranos. No way! Really? Yeah. She appears in, in one episode... Huh. Uh, and that that was her like first major acting gig. But is that yeah, I mean, was she already a pop star before that? No, this was, was two thousand. Like, this was two thousand one. Oh wow! So it's yeah. not even like Ed Sheeran in um, Game of Thrones, where he's just like in it because he could be and he was around. Uh, yeah, I mean, she really studied cool. at NYU. She, um, my teacher. I actually have a story about this. Um, yeah, so she studied acting and stuff at NYU before she dropped out to become a pop star. But um, my teacher apparently, apparently taught her, and I didn't like this dude. So one time he was in class with us, and he was like, uh, do you guys know who Stephanie Germanata is? And of course the entire class was like, no, except for the three gays in class were like Lady Gaga. He's like, oh. <laughs> and then he said this, and it just made me so mad. It's like, oh, I knew her as Stephanie. I'm like, no, you didn't. Stop that. Shut up. You're not that special. She does not remember you. Quit being the way you are. She dropped out because of you. <laughs> Honestly, I would have too, because he was not a good teacher. But um, oh, uh, and there was a tweet that we posted later that week where my friend was tagged Lady Gaga in a tweet. It's like, do you remember this teacher's name? Thoughts? Like, yeah. And of course she didn't respond because no, she didn't remember him. I would love it if she if she did. She's like, nope, never heard of him. Um, oh, love that. So, I, I'm going to go back to something I talked about quite a bit back, and that was uh, her doing Just Dance with the Akon. Mm-hmm. Um, turns out that it's actually because she is partially, or was partially signed to Akon's uh, label. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, she, was, she was songwriting for Sony and, uh, and um, ATV Music, I guess. Um, and Akon from there was like, "Hey, come with me." And they they signed a joint deal with Interscope and his his distribution company. So she, she like she was signed by it. It was very much like a, a Dr. Dre Eminem, but in pop instead of rap. Um, right. She was let go of a company, I, I think initially. Yeah, she was. She was, was, before she was she with uh, Def Jam. Right. Def Jam Records. Bet they're kicking themselves now. Yeah. Right. <laughs> There's a lot of record labels that I think drop people too early. Um, mm-hmm. And it, I still think the funniest example is that uh, Big Machine wouldn't sign Taylor Swift, so her dad bought it. <laughs> that is wild. Um, yeah. That's not exactly how it went down, but it was like they wouldn't sign her, and then he bought like a like not a maybe a majority stake or like a a really high stake in the company, and then they signed her. Um, See, I, I have my I have my own opinions about 
the the whole like Taylor Swift and her record label uh, the fiasco that happened like a year and a half ago or whatever that was mostly because her dad was like on the board or something but that's that's a discussion for yeah, another day well, that's not the one we're talking about though we're talking about when she was first signed um, yeah but yeah no that, that that was a that was a weird fiasco that i think um people blew a little out of proportion yeah um but yeah um bennett oh, i was gonna say i was gonna, yes <laughs> I haven't listened to it yet, but how is Chroma- uh, Chromatica? Okay, let this. Is, I, I want this your rundown, and this is another reason we chose her. She had an album that just came out this year. Um, yeah, like and a so, week or two ago. So this is the part of the podcast where we're gonna have Bennett review an album. <laughs> oh boy, I, I I had it pulled up. I did have it pulled up. I will admit. Uh, let me pull up the album specifically, though. Okay, so Chromatica for her is a really big return to form because kind of she's had like three phases of music. She had like her early era where it was like mm-hmm. fame, man, fame monster and uh, born this way ish and yeah. born this way kind of bled into her like new ish era where it was like art pop. And uh, then she kind of went with uh, the Tony Ben did the, her whole jazz thing, which honestly I didn't really listen to. I didn't listen to star is born either. That was like, mm-hmm. it's not the dance pop I want. Um, then she went Joanne, which was kind of more of a soft rock, and Chromatica, their most recent album, is a return to kind of her beginning. Okay. And the whole album is about her struggle to be famous while fighting, like, the chronic pain she's had and all the things that she's faced in becoming famous and, like, how becoming a pop star can both hurt you and help you. Mm-hmm. So, that being said... Uh, the whole song is pretty much just, the whole album is pretty much bops. Like they're all, they're all like dance pop club music kind of style songs. And the cool thing that if you listen to the album in order is there's three like instrumental interludes, uh, named Chromatica one, two, and three. And each song, if you listen in order, bleeds perfectly transitions right into the next song. So Chromatica bleeds right into Alice. And, uh, the one that everyone loves is chromatica 2 into 911 because the transition is crazy i do suggest you guys listen to that Mm -hmm. um and yeah and then chromatica 3 goes into this song with elton john sign from above um so is it numbered like every song is chromatica and then a number uh it's chromatica 1 and then a couple songs chromatica 2 then a couple songs yeah that makes more sense i was a little confused yeah there's 16 songs on the album so Okay. In between each, there's like six or seven songs. Cool. Um, yeah. Uh, most people have heard the two main like uh, singles from our "Stupid Love" and "Rain on Me." "Stupid Love" she released as the very first um, song to like say like, "Yo, this is coming in the next album." Yeah. Here's a listen of. Here's a taste of what uh, you want. Um, and I was like, I want it. Uh, like, I hey, learned, fellas, I, remember. Yeah, like I, Stupid Love came out, and that night I learned the dance routine to it because <laughs> me. That's just how I am about these things. I'm um, a fan. And yeah, it's really easy. I could teach y'all. It's literally just jump, jump, cross, cross. Like it's all, it's really, really easy. Love her for her catchy dance moves. Um, but Better than Drake's Tootsie Slide, that's for sure. It's literally the Tootsie Slide. I was ranting about my boyfriend about this. Like it's literally just a dance that straight dudes can feel comfortable doing in a club. Yeah. And it's also like he, he did it for TikTok fame. Yeah. Like that's it's not like a joke. Like, he actually consulted TikTok dancers. 
Oh, Lord. To help him develop the dance. It's so simple. And I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with, there's nothing wrong with simple dances. I just feel like. But don't try to market yourself as the next cha-cha slide. Yeah. Uh, It's like. So dumb. Anyway. It's literally, it's four moves. It's, it's kick out, kick, slide, kick out, kick, slide. It's all it is. Yeah. It's all it is. Like, if you're going to go to a club. Shake your butt, man. You're that you're there for a reason. You enjoy yourself. Cover, Have a good not, time. Like come you on. You paid cover to just stand there. Like so that yeah. But yeah, if we're gonna pivot, pivot back to chromatic, yeah. yeah, but sorry. like if I had to pick like a favorite song or two, oh I'm already regretting my decision having <laughs> to see this. But um I really like Plastic Doll. Okay. And Fun Tonight. All the songs are very good. Except Sour Candy with Blackpink. Sorry, don't really like them that much. I don't really like Sour Candy, but... What would you say with Blackpink? Like the K-pop group? Yes, like with Blackpink. Huh. So again, another collab that she's done. Yeah. Which is amazing. That's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't. I just didn't like Sour Candy that much. I was like, okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. It's still good. Still highly suggested. It just was not my favorite from the album. I'm like, there okay. is always going to be a worst on an album. Whether or not it's bad, It like it's going to be the worst. Mm-hmm. And that's that's something we have to accept. Right. But I mean, all the songs are good. I mean, mm-hmm. if you want to dance, this is the album. Like, okay. It's really easy to dance to. So that's, I, so I'm going to pivot off of Lady Gaga for just a hot sec. Carly mm-hmm. Ray, as you know, Carly Rae Jepsen is like one of my favorite artists. Your true Icon. love. Um, and she put out the B side to her album that came out at the start of the year. Um, and every day when I go at like the first thing I do when I get to work, pop, I'll pop in my headphones. I'll sit down. I'll read my emails while listening to the B side of dedication, and that's that's just the start to my day at this point. Um, and I'm really proud to admit that I am such a fan of her. <laughs> I admit um, I'm not. I haven't done my homework on her. I should because I all the music I've listened to I liked. Yeah, it is like lazy about it, so I should do it. So the reason I got like into Carly Rae Jepsen is because she's a really cool personality. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I watched like a video of like an interview with her and I was like, Oh, she's like really cool. And then mm-hmm. all of the music she's put out has just been uh, so fun. Um, and if run you away with to me, it's just iconic. It's yeah. So if you haven't powerful. listened to her 2015 album emotion featuring run away with me and I really like you, you're doing something wrong and you should go <laughs> listen to it anyway. Mm-hmm. That's, that's my tangent for, that's my non lady Gaga <laughs> tangent for today. Um, right. I was actually going to ask you guys this because, I mean, some people haven't listened to Chromatica yet, but mm-hmm. um, if you had to pick a song that's old Lady Gaga, like um, something like from Born This Way prior. Yeah. Uh, what would you guys pick as like your favorite song? Oh, Bad Romance. Definitely Bad Romance. Bad Romance. Yeah. Bad Romance is so good. I love Bad Romance. I, I think Bad Romance is so good. I honestly almost would pick Telephone over it. Okay. I don't know why, and I'm probably incorrect, but I that's that's how I'm feeling right now. I just I I do love Telephone so much. I there's just so much in Bad Romance that like makes me happy, right? Like the mm-hmm. the dancing is really fun in it. Um like in the music video. Um mm-hmm. the there's something about like the rah rah ooh la la, like that little like yeah. um not chant, but like chant that she does is just so mm-hmm. fun. It's such a fun song. Um, mm-hmm. it, I, it always gets me up and dancing. 
I'm guilty of also uh, being biased on the music video too. Yeah. Because the music video for Telephone has like a story and all that. And so does Bad Romance. Because actually if you – the wild thing I think about um, her music videos is that they actually bridge between music videos. So Paparazzi is the, is the prequel to Telephone. Really? Yes. I guess it kind of makes sense. Because but... uh, Gaga goes to jail in Telephone for killing her boyfriend in Paparazzi. Huh. huh. Very cool. Right. I oh, love when artists do that. Um, mm-hmm. Twenty One Pilots is really good about like tying a lot of their stuff like mm-hmm. around into each other. Um, and um, I just it's so fun to watch. Because Gaga actually in Art Pop, she released like a fifteen minute music video that had all three songs blended together. Like I think it was, oh. I don't think it was applause, but it was like Venus. Oh no! I, I have to pull it. Up. I have to pull up the songs. One moment. I'm so sorry. <laughs> You're good. Um, it's it was, it's really cool to hear you. You have a lot of knowledge about this. Is like when we did Fallout Boy, and I had a lot to say. Now it's right, okay. now you finally get the the big. I think moment. it was it was Art Pop, Venus, and Gui. So I think those were the three songs that she did a music video for. On and she did a she did a music video for Applause, but as well. Yeah. But like um, those are the three numbers that they blended together and i was like oh my lord (laughs) because also like she did it at like this like italian style like mansion it was just ethereal and amazing and i was like okay big cinematic piece she just she just goes so hard in all her music videos and i appreciate Mm -hmm. it so much because i'm a visual media kind of man understandable visual media is when done right one of the most satisfying things Mm -hmm. and when done wrong one of the funniest things. <laughs> Velocipaster. Velocipaster, indeed. If you guys have not heard of this movie, there's a movie called Velocipaster. On it's it's only like what forty minutes long. No, it's like an, like an hour and ten minutes. Hour ten. Okay, still, it's um. I was thinking of Kung Fury for the forty minute one. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's on it's on Amazon Prime for free. Um, it's incredible. It's such a funny, beautiful work of art. That has, like, honestly, there's something there. It just, no one knows what it is yet, right? Like, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's got some ideas. But it, it has inspired me to make my own short film. Yeah. Whether that's something Wild. we want to see or not, it's happening. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. I mean, I could, I, there's so much I could say about Gaga. I don't want to bore people with it, though, because it is just so much... I could say a lot. I also don't. I also don't claim to, to know the most about Gaga. There are people who are far more obsessed than I am. Like I don't run a stan account or anything like that. There will always they, be think, someone with more information. On right. Like, any topic. Gaga, honestly, was one of the people, one of the first people who, who had like massive fandoms on the internet. Like that was one of the first artists to have that. Mm-hmm. I mean, rightfully so. She's. I always such associate a woman. like big fandom accounts with One Direction. I think, and I don't know why. But oh, because they were. That was, I think that like that early 2010s era is really when like becoming a stan for things like took off because that's before stan was even the term that people used. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that was like that was when it it started. Um, was that Lady Gaga, One Direction era? Yeah, my sister was a One Direction stan. Understandably, One Direction is one of the bands I miss the most. I do um, too. I mean, they're all doing well, though. Oh, yeah. Like. 
Everyone except like Louis, but he's happy. <laughs> I, he yeah, happy. yeah. I just right. he's like one of the few that's not still making music, right? Isn't it like Niall Harry and Zayn are the big three making music, and then um, yeah. Louis and who's Liam? Louis? Le- thank you. Liam. Um, but um, one of them had like a lot of family problems, so it's you can't really. Yeah. And also, I mean, that's initially when they joined. I'm sorry, we're kind of spitting off into One Direction it's okay. now. But, um, that's we. Uh, we can talk about whatever we want. There's no rules. Yeah. But One Direction actually was. I mean, they were all in X Factor together, and they all were solo artists. And yeah. then Simon Cowell was like, "You five together, go." So yeah. they kind of they got successful by together, but their initial plan was to be separate artists anyway. So I'm kind of happy that they got that chance. I think, yeah, I think One Direction is really good for helping them find their voices, like, in a more professional setting, and then now you have, like, Harry Styles being a megastar that everyone is in love right. with. Right, um, right. But I think, ladies and gentlemen, that is where we're going to call the final episode of Flashback, the podcast. Um, and it's really good timing, because we just lost Bennett. Um, I don't know what happened to him. <laughs> He just but disappeared. All of a sudden, oh, and he's back. Um, uh, I, I was like, I was like, oh no, I'm gonna miss the, I'm gonna miss the outro. Yeah, no, I, I like, I started saying goodbye, and then it said Bennett has gone away, and I was like, well, that's not something that should <laughs> like, probably. I'm out of goodbye. But now that you're back, we can do one last official sign off. Thank you for being a part of this road with us, and we'll catch you again in the fall when Flashback returns to air. I'm Austin Spaulding. I'm Connor Seco. And I'm Bennett Smith. Watch, uh, listen to Pop Filter as well. <laughs> You've been listening to Flashback. Catch you later. <laughs>